Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for caring for us. Father God, we thank you for giving us the word as a guide. Father God, we ask you to help us understand your guide. Father God, we ask you to bless us tonight as we go through your word. We ask you to help us to understand. We ask you to help apply it to our life. We ask you to bless the ones that are reading it. Bless the ones that are hearing it, Father God. Bless the one that is reading it, Father God. Help me to convey it the way you want me to convey it, not any other way. Father God, we ask you to bless each of us as we partake of your word. Open our ears and heart to be receptive of the word today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay. Let's get to it. Key verse of the day is Psalms 129, 3 through 4. My back is covered with cuts, as if a farmer had plowed long flowers. But the Lord is good. He has cut me free from the ropes of the ungodly. Subject, God is still good. Affirmations. I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am God's precious child. I am loved. I'm living in faith. I am saved. God is good, even if we don't see it. Even if we are lost in our situations, sometimes we go through and everything seems like a blur. Or it seems like we are just here, but not existing. A lot of times we seem to go from day to day, but what we have to know and understand, that no matter what life seems and, uh, and feel like, we don't have to ever handle any situation alone. The verse today, David said this, he said, my back is covered with cuts, but God is good. This lets me know that I can be hungry. God is still good. I can be homeless. God is still good. I can have $10 to my name, but God is still good. That no matter what life looks like, God is still good. I can be alone and brokenhearted. God is still good. And as long as I count on God, he will be there for me like he's there for David. Like he was there for David. God cut him free from the ungodly. God can do that. For us. Lamentations 3 and 22. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. God's love for us never ceases. Even if we deny him now, we turn our back, but he is still right there because his mercy is everlasting. But we humans are the complete opposite of God. We will fold our hands, turn our back, but God won't do that to us. He'll say, I'm here, but what do you need? I don't care what you did, but I'm here. I don't care who you think you are. I'm still here. He's a God that wants to pick up the broken pieces to conceal our wounds with his love. Are you ready to see how good God is? Some of us know how good God is, but we still be stiff-necked and turn away. Why? Why? Because we could care less about him because some of us want a relationship with God for what he can give us. Let me tell you something, friends. I want Jesus because he completes me. He, he gives me purpose. He gives me love. He loves me with an endless love. Not because he can fill my pockets. Not because what he can bless my life with. I want God because he, he's a good God. Psalms 124, 6-7 says, Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to, to their teeth. We have escaped like bird from the snare of the flowers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. God won't give us up to the plans of the wicked one. He will always have a way for us to escape. That's the only time some of us will listen. And he will make sure that when we escape, wherever trap the enemy has set out for us, we won't be conquered by it. Why? 
because he loves us. See, we look at God as human and we need to start looking at him as the head of our life, as awesome, as all knowing, all seeing, as God. And I think that's where the confusion takes place. He isn't human because when we start looking at him like what he is, we will spend less time comparing God to human intentions. We are only victorious because of him. But we think the things we have is because of our own doing. No, my friend. <laughs> no, my friend. It's because of God. In our life, we see the short range. God see the long range. We must start relying on him and not ourselves because when we do, this will, will be then we will be able to walk open heaven. We will be able to access a different realm of the spirit. But because we are so busy meddling in the things of the world, we will never be able to access that until we realize how good God is and how we must be righteous to access different realms and grow in God. Today, if you have a problem with how you feel and view God, tell him how you feel. Tell him how you want to, to but you can't. Tell God how you desire to draw near, but you, you're scared. Let him know you want more of him. Let him know you want him in your life. Confess and pour your heart out to God and let him show you the way because God is still God. He isn't, he hasn't changed. We have, he hasn't stopped. We have, God loves us so much that he wants us to have everything he has for us, but he can't give it until we see how he really is. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for never giving up. Thank you for always showing us you father we ask right now that you forgive us of our sins that you show us what we are missing lord we desire to know know you but we are scared we ask you to remove fear we ask you to watch over us as we go through our day we ask you to see us and change us and surrender to you every hurt every jealousy bitterness that's in us lord we love you so much we praise you for everything you have brought us out of we praise you for letting us see the light and staying with you help us to grow in you and and be closer to you in Jesus mighty name amen so today's topic is God is still good I'm gonna give everyone a few minutes to to get their Bibles just a few seconds okay topic God is still good it's no matter what we go through in life we can feel like life's unfair. I hear people say that all the time. Life is so unfair. And it is. I'm not going to take that away from life. Life is unfair. But we have a God that sees that life is unfair. And he's there to comfort us through the way. I, I just went through a, a really bad sickness uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. And I felt like I was just here and not living I felt like I was just in a blur. And as I was in this blur, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, he said, do not get sunk in this sickness. This will pass. And I start praising God because he's still good. He's still seen that I felt terrible, that I felt like I didn't want to go on, not go on far as like life, but just tired sleepy i just wanted to sleep and he let me know that through this sickness you're gonna be okay i'm here for you 
And some of us forget that, that God is still good. Even though we're sick, God is still good. Even though our job is not going the way it is, God is still good. Even though we, we don't have what we want, God is still good. Even though it feels like everyone is giving us a bad shake, God is still good. He sees. He sees what we go through. And some of us get so carried away as we fold our hands and we say, I don't want to talk to him because I'm angry with him. Why are you angry with him? Because life isn't going the way I want it to go. Because why did God allow this to happen? But I'm here to tell you, sometimes things happen because we are disobedient. Sometimes things happen because we don't listen. Sometimes things happen to help us to grow. And all the while we're sitting there with our hands folded. I don't want to talk to him. How dare he let this happen to me? Look at Job. Righteous man. If the, the Bible says, let me, let's go to it real quick. If you have your Bibles, that's fine. If you don't, that's okay too. Just real quickly. Job 1. There was a man named Job. He lived in a land of us. He was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed away from evil. How do you think Job feels? And some of us not even close to having any integrity. Some of us not even close to living a righteous and holy life. And we get so angry at God. How did you allow this to happen to my child? Oh, how did you allow this to happen to my husband? Or how did you allow this to happen to me? Oh, oh, it's me. We have to start checking ourselves. Job lived a righteous life. He was such a righteous man. They said he'd get up early in verse, what was it? Verse 5, it said he got up early in the morning and did offerings, burnt offerings for each of them, each of his children. He did burnt offerings for each one of his children. That means he went and slaughtered animals for each one of his children. Just in case they sin and have cussed God. And some of us don't even go to God for our family. We just go for ourselves. But he still thought God was is good. So why can't we think God is good? Why can't we go to God and say, God, everything's going crazy. What did I do? Did I do something? Did I step out of your will? And sometimes it's not because of what we did. God, are, are you trying to take me to a different room? Are you trying to show me to rely on you? Are you trying to show me to, to deny my flesh and hold on to you? Are you trying to show me how good you are? Because it was a verse that I'm, we're going to go over next week or next two weeks. God caused the Israelites to go through what they went through because he was trying to humble them. Hmm? Sometimes God is trying to teach us a lesson about something that we need to work on. Hmm? But because we are so stubborn, we actually have failed that lesson. So then we're still stuck where we are and we haven't learned anything. Because we're so angry, 
that we're not looking at. Maybe he's trying to take me to a different realm. Maybe he's trying to help me grow. But because some of us are so fixated on what I am going through and how good of a person I am, that why do I get chosen for this? Stop looking at it like this. Some of y'all having doors closed on you right now because you can't get past the first task to get to the door that he has for you to open. See, we have to learn how to grow before we open the door that he wants us to open. Some of us are meant to open churches, start different businesses, but we can't start that business because we haven't even grown from the first first assignment that he gave us. Some of us haven't even learned what he's trying to speak into us. Some of us won't slow down to even let him speak into us or pour into us so we can grow from the stage that we are. Hmm? We need to learn to learn. We need to learn that God is still good no matter what we go through. We need to learn that no matter what stage we are, whether we're in a drought, whether we're in a prosperous stage, whether we're in Whatever stage he has us in, we need to learn that God is still good. He is still good. We have to start praising God through the sickness. We have to start praising God through the heartache. We have to start praising God through the doors being shut. Because sometimes those doors are shut because that's not the door God opened. You open that door. So God's not going to follow you through that door because that's not the door he had for you. And sometimes God will allow you to go through that door to show you that that's not the door I have for you. But I'm going to go ahead and let you step through that because you decide to go through your will and not my will. You ignore my will. So I'm going to let you go through there. And then when you go through there, woe is me. No, you open that door. So now you must sit in it and call upon me so I can show you how to get out of it. So I can show you my will. We have to start learning. That God is good and what he has for us. Sometimes we must wait. Sometimes we must be patient. Sometimes we must reconnect. Some of us might need to be redirected. Some of us might need to let someone go. Some of us might need to get rid of some things. Some of us might need to learn how to develop. Some of us might need to learn how to read our word instead of playing the game. Some of us might need to learn how to read a word instead of shopping. Some of us might need to learn how to read a word instead of binge watching Netflix. Because Netflix isn't going to get us in heaven, people. Knowing what happened in Jenny and Georgia isn't going to help us get into heaven. But you know what's going to get us in heaven? Learning the word of God. Learning what he tells us not to do. Learning to seek him first and all things should be added into us. Oh, I want to know. I want more wisdom in the Bible. Are you opening your Bible? Are you seeking to know how good God is? Are you seeking to know what happened to Job at the end of the story? Are you seeking to know what happened to Paul, which was Saul, turned to Paul. Are you learning what happened after Peter had failed and got shameful of Jesus? Did you learn what happened to him? Did you see how he developed? No, 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 no. We, we don't have time for the word, right? Because we're too busy pointing fingers at God. We got to learn that God is God. He's not a human. He's not Bob in accounting. He's not your homeboy or homegirl. He's God. We need to start giving him reference as being a good God. Amen. Let's look at our Bible verses. I'm here to preach tonight. I don't know about teaching y'all, but I'm going to preach tonight. <laughs> I'm just messing with y'all. Okay. Go to Psalms 25 and 8. Psalms 25 and 8. Remember, Psalms is right dab in the middle of the Bible if you have your paper Bible. 
If you don't, it's fine. But if you're in your paper Bible and you're flipping, you're trying to figure out where a song is, is in the middle of your Bible. Turn it right in the middle of your Bible. Okay, Psalms 25 and 8. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows a proper path to those who go astray. NIV says, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his way. It says here again, the Lord is good and does what he is, what is right. God's never going to do nothing wrong. So all these things people are blaming on God saying, oh, he caused this person to die or he caused this to happen. No, God only does what is good and what is right. It might not seem right to you, but it's right to him. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. We can go off the course. We can stop reading our word. We can stop praying, but he will always lead us back to the proper path. Even says in verse nine, he leads the humble in doing right and teaches them his way. When we are humble, he will teach us his way. That's what I'm saying. That when when something goes wrong in your life, don't look at it as oh he he's he's done something wrong. He's trying to humble you. He's trying to lead the humble, lead you back to doing what's right and teach you his way. Teach you his way. Because the thing is, is that our ways is not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. We would never be in a line with God until we know his will. We would never know what he's thinking or what he wants us to do until we know his will and pray. That's why it's, it, it's essential that we get on our knees and pray. If you can't get on your knees, that's fine. My, my mom, she's 72, and she would tell me, Lou, you think it's okay? I can't get on my knees. Yes, mama, it's okay you can't get on your knees. Just talk to him, mama. Just sit on the side of your bed, mama. Or lay in the bed, mama. It's okay. He, he understands. God understands our circumstances. So we don't have to worry about the technicalities. Those of you that can get on your knees, get on your knees. Get on your knees. I get on my knees, head to the floor, and I stay there. I'm a little chubby. I can't stay there long, and God knows that. So I sit up after a while, and I sit. We do what we can in reverence of the Holy Spirit and God. We have to start doing that. Do you hear what I'm saying? It is paramount that we realize that God is God. He's not a human. He's not going to have the limitations that humans have. He's not going to do what humans do. So you think that God is mad because you sinned? He might be disappointed. That's why you go to him and say, God, I'm sorry for doing this. I'm sorry for having a drink. I'm sorry for getting drunk. I'm sorry for getting too high that I couldn't even think. I'm sorry. And he would say, okay, I forgive you. But I need you to do better. Do better. Stop thinking God is like your friends and once he's mad, he's mad. No. He, that's why we have grace and mercy. That's why he's a good God. A good God. Let's look at our next verse. James 1 and 17. James 1 17. If you have time, I tell anyone, if you have time, please read James. James is such an amazing book and it has five chapters. And sometimes I sit and I read it. And I, I don't want you to read it just because I'm telling you to read it, but read it when the Holy Spirit gives you, gives you, um, um, tells you to. Okay, let's look at James 1 17. It says, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father who created all light in the heavens. He never changes or casts shifting shadows. I want to use an NLT version for this verse, so I'm just going to go with this. It says right here, I just want to the, the piggyback on this. It says he never changes or casts his shifting shadow. 
He never changes. We get up and feel different. I might not sleep good, so I might, might wake up a little cranky. I might have the best night and wake up in a great mood. I might have a crummy night and wake up in a crummy attitude. Because I am human. We are human, but he never changes. He sees what's going on in this world. He sees what people are doing. He sees how people are fighting, how people are using weapons on each other. God sees it all, but he never changes because he's a good God. He's a merciful God. And he will always love the same with an endless love. I'm talking to someone today that he still love you. Because he's good. That no matter what you're going through right now, you might say, this is the worst time in my life. This has been the worst place in my life. But God is right there and he is still good. He's holding your hand if you let him. It says right here, it says, wherever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God. It's who created all lights in the heaven. He never changes or shift, shift or, or shifting shadow. It says wherever is good and perfect is coming out from God. The blessings we get, the financial growth, the provision, us sleeping in our bed at night with no worries, us riding down a highway back and forth and never getting hurt, getting, getting hit. If you have good health in your body, that comes from God. You didn't do that. Oh, I went to the gym. I stayed an hour. I lift weights. My body looks good. No, I, I hate to tell you all the work you did. Good job. But that came from God. The health and strength that you're able to do and get up every morning to go to the gym came from God. You having the protection that you needed to get to the gym, that's from God. Oh, I make a bunch of money and my house is big. Like I, I drive our Land Rover and, and I just uh, I just got it going on. You got it going on because God felt like you needed to have it going on. So you have that because of God. You have that Land Rover because of God. You have that big house because of God. You got nothing because of yourself. Well, I got this million dollars. I went and got a scratch off and, and, and now I got a million dollars. You, you got that scratch off because God felt like you needed it. He gave you the numbers to get the scratch off or get the coin scratched. The, the, everything leads to God. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> God is good. And no matter what we go through, no matter what we have in life, God is still good. And you're going to have bad days. Let me tell you this much. You're going to have some bad days. And you're going to feel like, man, what's next? Don't say that. I've had some days where I'm sitting there like, wow, God, what are you trying to show me out of this? And that's all you have to say. And if you sit there long enough, he'll say, well, I'm trying to show you this. I'm trying to show you that I love you. I'm trying to grow you as a person. Whatever he tells you, trust and believe, that's what he's trying to show you. Some of us get so depressed. We let the enemy speak depression. We let friends say, oh, you're just depressed. You just need a new relationship. Or you're just depressed. Let's go roll a joint. You're depressed. We need to go drink some alcohol. You're depressed. You need to go to the club. No. You're depressed because people are keep speaking it over you. You're depressed because people keep saying it. And so in your mind, you're like, whoa, I am depressed. No. You need to connect back up with the father. 
You need to connect up with God and realize that he is good. And that what you're going through, he's trying to direct you to a different realm. Are you trying to show you that you need to stop doing this? You need to stop doing that. But we're so captivated on what our friends say. We're so captivated on what we don't have. But maybe we don't have is because we don't seek him enough. Some of us don't seek him enough. Some of us won't even wake up in the morning and say, God, I thank you. We have to realize that God is good. The Israelites didn't realize it. They didn't. Some other people in the Bible didn't. Don't let when you have your worst days is when you realize that you need God. Don't let your worst days be the days that you deserve God. Make every day a day that you say God is good. I might not have what I want, but God is good. I might not be doing what I want, but God is good. I might not be driving the car I want, but God is good. I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loved you. I love you too. And remember, God is still good. Have a blessed day. Thank you.